Welcome to Great Secular Jews in History, a project by the students and Professor Ted Merwin's Jewish Identity in a Secular Age course in the spring of 2010. This course was sponsored by the Posen Foundation for Secular Judaism. Roseanne, Rosanna, Dana, if they can make a coffee you like without caffeine, why can't they make a hamburger you like with no toenail? What was it about her that made her so magnetic? Was it her spot-on impressions, outrageously original characters, or take-no-prisoners attitude? It was hard for anyone to stand out among the tremendously talented original Saturday Night Live cast, especially for a woman comedian. But somehow, some way, Gilda not only stood out, she changed the world of comedy forever. Growing up in Detroit, Michigan, daughter of Jewish parents Henrietta and Herman Radner, comedy did not seem like an obvious career choice later in life. However, she had a very close relationship with her father, who was the manager of the Seville Hotel in Detroit, where Gilda saw a number of nightclub performers and actors giving her an introduction to show business. Herman would also take Gilda on trips to New York City where they would frequent Broadway shows. She loved the thrill and wonderment of Broadway, and it would have a profound impact on her career pursuits later in life. Tragically, her father passed away when Gilda was only 14. After that, her closest companion became her nanny, Dibby, whom she would base her famous SNL character, Emily Latella, on. What's all this fuss I keep hearing about the 1976 presidential erection? She leaped at the opportunity to become part of Toronto's second city comedy troupe, an expansion of the original in Chicago. This led to her participation in the National Lampoon Radio Hour between 1973 to 1975. She was gaining tremendous experience and loving the ride, not knowing just how brightly her star was beginning to shine. Live from New York, it's Saturday night! Gilda was the first person chosen for the original Saturday Night Live cast, also known as Not Ready for Primetime Players. Each week of the season, she thrilled SNL viewers to vivacious and hilarious new characters. Her most famous characters were Baba Wawa, a parody of Barbara Walters, Roseanne, Roseanne Dana, a spoof of an entertainment newswoman who would talk about disgusting celebrity habits, and of course, Emily Latella, based on her nanny, Dibby who was a hearing-impaired woman that provided misinformed editorials during the Weekend Update segment. Emily Latella's topics ranged from Eagle Rights Amendment to violins on television and presidential erections. Gilda was an immediate commercial and critical success, winning an Emmy Award in 1978. She left SNL after five seasons in 1980 to pursue her solo acting career. In 1979, she made her very own Broadway debut in the one-woman show, Gilda Radner, Live from New York. The show featured her famous song, Let's Talk Dirty to Animals, with such irreverent lyrics like, The animals, the animals, let's talk dirty to the animals. Up yours, Mr. Hippo, piss off, Mr. Fox. Go tell a chicken, suck my dick, and give him chicken pox. When she was on stage performing live, the whole audience lit up. Crowds were in fits of laughter, and fans wanted more and more Gilda. Following Broadway, Gilda was in search of companionship after her failed marriage to musician G.E. Smith. Luckily, there was Gene Wilder, 
a phenomenal comic legend in his own right who would soon capture Gilda's heart. By the time she met Gene on the set of Hanky Panky, he was already a full-blown star. By the time the two reunited for their second film, 1984's Woman in Red, they were both deeply in love. They married later that fall in the south of France. Unfortunately, her outstanding career would take a tragic turn when she was diagnosed with ovarian cancer in October of 1986. The ordeal was extremely demanding, physically and emotionally, but after months of treatment, doctors told her she was in remission. She recalled the story of her battle with cancer in her book, It's Always Something. It all goes to show you that it's always something. She campaigned heavily about the danger of ovarian cancer and the need for greater public awareness and earlier detection among women. Sadly, the cancer reappeared in 1988 and in fact had spread. Gilda would finally lose her difficult battle with cancer in May of 1989. Heartbroken but determined to make a difference, Gene Wilder set up the Gilda Radner Ovarian Detection Center at Cedars-Sinai Hospital to properly screen high-risk women. Women of Ashkenazi Jewish descent are at particularly high-risk levels for ovarian cancer. Though her life ended much too soon, she brought an enormous amount of light and laughter to the world. She transformed comedy and inspired generations of new comedians to carry her torch. She will be forever missed, but always remembered. In her own words, I wanted a perfect ending. Now I've learned, the hard way, that some poems don't rhyme, and some stories don't have a clear beginning middle and end. Life is about not knowing, having to change, taking the moment and making the best of it without knowing what's going to happen next.